0: Welcome to the St Martin's Challenge podcast, the podcast where we explore our vulnerabilities and our strengths. Hosted by me, Lewis Owens. Good morning. Welcome to today's podcast. Delighted to have Colin Stone uh, with me today. Colin is Professor of Piano at the Royal Academy of Music and the Royal Northern College of Music. Uh, He was the winner of the Royal Overseas League Piano Competition in 1986. Um, soon after, uh, solo recital at Whitmore Hall, numerous broadcasts on BBC Radio 3, um, and uh, a very wide range of recordings, ranging from Schubert, Chopin, Shostakovich, uh, and a very, very busy teaching career. Um, Colin, morning, good to have you on.
1: And a pleasure to be here, yes.
0: Colin, I've spoken a little bit about your, um, you know, your career, but I want to start by taking you back to 2018, when you were faced with uh, a challenge that um, is fair to say um, could have could have ended your career. This was when you had to have uh, an operation. Could you tell us more about that and how it fe- affected you as a person and a musician?
1: Uh, yeah. Um... Well, <clears throat> of course it wasn't my, my first uh, visit to Queen Square, but um, uh, the, the problem was that, uh, as is sometimes the way with uh, certain types of illness, the uh, symptoms don't always add up and it wasn't immediately clear what was going on. Um, it, it, it was a tumour and um, it was a pituitary gland tumour, but the way the symptoms present uh, actually are, are, are quite disparate and, uh, and gradual. And so I was experiencing things at first, you know, relatively trivial and there was visits to the doctor. And of course it, it was compounded by the fact that um, I'd moved home and my medical records had got lost. So mm. the actual beginnings of this were uh, back, hate to correct your chronology, but actually it, it sort of was kicking off uh, around two thousand um, yeah. and fifteen, um, and I think actually once once it was diagnosed and there was a clear path, uh, certainly from a point of view of mental health, it, 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 things were much more straightforward. the The difficult part was. As it was the first time because I had a, a a tumor back in the uh, two thousand and three or was it I think yeah, gosh um, I'm forgetting when that was now but uh, around the, the millennium anyway I had a a, a spinal tumor which again wasn't uh, quickly diagnosed and I, and I think it's it's the uncertainty and mm-hmm. having to live with something that is quite debilitating that that's the tough bit um mm. and, and you had the
0: operation in in 2018
1: uh, i think it was actually earlier than that was I, it I, yeah I, I, yeah i think it was 2017 i had the operation um but uh yeah it was um uh it, it, it was a i mean a wonderful experience in the sense that one one of the symptoms was that my eyesight was uh uh, badly affected, and I was developing tunnel vision, and uh, it was it was just uh, such a wonderful relief when I came round from surgery and uh, you know, lying on the hospital bed, staring at the ceiling, and I suddenly realised I can see all the lines on the tiles and the ceiling wow. clearly, and and, wow. and not restricted that I had sort of a, a width of, of vision. And, uh, we we take
0: we take so many things for granted, yeah. Colin, don't we? And and yeah. how has it changed you? Not not just as a uh, as a musician, but also as a person. Has it changed? I assume it must have changed your perspective on on many things.
1: Yeah, I think actually it was the same the, the first time around as well that it, it redoubles your sense of um, uh, trying to focus on what really is important yeah. and not to not to waste time or to or, and yeah, to be grateful I know it's, it's a cliche but people are when they've had any sort of uh, life-changing experience there it always um, uh, renews your sense of uh, purpose and uh, and the determination to make something of what you've been lucky enough to regain mm. uh, I mean the first the first time you know I was losing the, my mobility because I had a spinal tumour so um uh, I I'd struggled for about a year, be, you know, hobbling around and uh, really unable to have any sort of physical
0: active mm. life
1: at all. And playing the piano seemed was was very problematic. I mean, I did keep going after a fashion, but uh, uh, on a very limited way. And so, sure. you know, it it, it it definitely spurs you on. Of course, you still can't change the you know you can't it's 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 not a fantasy. You can't suddenly have uh, a. a you know the life of your dreams perhaps it's not like that but it's just that you you do value what you do have, and you make mm. the most of it
0: yeah um it, it's it's fascinating isn't it because i know you want to um give a shout out to the national brain appeal at, at the end um it's a, a marvelous charity and we had uh, we had rosie millard um on uh, a few days ago who, who's also actively fundraised for the uh for the nba Um, similar to yourself, she had a benign brain tumour. I'm no scientist by any stretch of the imagination, but the brain is such a fascinating and obviously a complex um, subject. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Colin, but we're all incredibly grateful and fortunate that you went down the musical path. But if the musical path hadn't turned um, successful for you, there was a chance of you going more down the mathematical route, is that correct?
1: Yes, possibly. Um, I, I mean, it, you know, when I look back on it, it it, it was uh, it was a sort of curious thing because when I was at school, I mean, I was already at uh, Junior Music College from from the age of nine, but I, I went to uh, Latin Marapa in Hammersmith. Uh, um, that was my sort of day school during the week, and uh, uh, I was very happy there. And uh, but I, I sort of suddenly realised that uh you know it's such a competitive world in music that i I was actually very anxious to have more time to practice and the the headmaster was very understanding he allowed me to take time off where you know at at the margins to get a bit more time to practice and and when it came uh to um, academic stuff i mean he actually encouraged me to jump a year so that i could sort of get through it all a bit quicker and maths seemed like uh, it was something I enjoyed and um, had some ability for so I, I ended up doing double maths A level and so I was with all uh, we had an exceptional year actually I mean uh, I, I'm not going to do a name call now but uh, all the my sort of 10 classmates I think they all ended up pretty much at Cambridge or Oxford with maths scholarships I was the only one who who didn't that. and i i was tempted because you know you get more, it was quite exciting working with these guys they were so smart and um, and uh, enthusiastic for their subject and you know some of them are, you know, became senior statisticians for the government and one, one of them is one of the top engineers at google you know and has developed amazing software you know they they they're an incredible bunch and 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 I, I i really loved i i really loved that sort of period of working on maths we had some great teachers and uh and i i did reasonably well and i I mean certainly i could have quite easily gone to university and read maths whether that would have led anywhere i'm not sure because i think you you know in my mind again from my sort of psychological makeup i i I identified always as a musician Mm. Um, in fact there's a uh, many many years after leaving school, I was doing a concert with um, the esteemed Leonard Gorokov. You know, we we were doing a, a tour uh, of um, music clubs down in the south, and um, we ended up in Somerset, and and, mu- and much to my surprise and amazement, my old headmaster, who'd retired down there, turned up uh, I, and ca- and came to see me, came to see me uh, backstage after the concert and. Uh, and you know there were a little group of people you know, who'd come to see Leonard and myself, and and, uh, and he was proudly announcing that I was a mathematician, <laughs> 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 which wasn't quite the image I wanted to portray. But it, it, it was sort of funny that he he sort of remembered that, and uh, mm. uh, so yeah, I, I I I've always felt myself to be a musician, but a musician maybe who just I, I loves maths and I actually love the sciences in general. I think
0: it's Absolutely. Really cool. And again, it's interesting because I know that this theory has been uh, somewhat mooted, but, you know, you seem to combine both the left-hand side of the brain and the right-hand side of the brain. You know, the left-hand side being the more mathematical and analytical and the right-hand side perhaps being more artistic and creative. Uh, you combine both, Colin.
1: Uh, if only. No, I mean, I've, I, I've always had envy and admiration because i think the really in music at least the real creators are the composers mm-hmm. i mean i know you know of course there is uh, creativity in in performing but it's recreation it's sort of it's it's uh, and it's a sort of it's a performance thing it's it's about uh well i mean there's lots of things involved but it's it that actual sort of Creating something new in sound that other people can realise, or even yourself. That that to me is extraordinary. I, I think improvisers and uh, yeah. real composers are are the real creatives for me. And, Absolutely. Uh,
0: you know, Let, let's let's move on a little bit to um, if if we made to the idea of silence. I, I had Terry Waite on yesterday, and it's always fascinating listening to Terry. And of course, he his Um, his experience of silence has been something very profound due to his his captivity. Um, As a musician, Colin, what what role does silence play in your life? Firstly, as a musician, but also also personally, because I I get the impression, certainly from my perspective, that we're not very good at, at, at perhaps embracing silence. For me, I cannot go to bed Without listening either to a piece of music or to an audio book, I have to have some sort of noise, um, and I'm not particularly comfortable with that. Um, what about yourself? D- does silence play uh, an important part in your life, professionally and personally?
1: Um, that's that's a really good question. Uh, silence is a is a much underrated thing, isn't it? I mean, mm. I, I I know. I mean, the the sleep thing is 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 fascinating to me because. It, it is sort of plunging from one state to another and I think we a lot of us struggle in this modern world to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've sort of you know, prosaically followed the advice and I, 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 I don't listen to things, uh, or I try not to at that time, uh, uh, read a little bit or something like that. And, and actually, ha- when in order for me to go to sleep, I actually need complete silence. And, I, 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 you know, traveling as a musician and ending up in strange hotel rooms, I would often, you know, curse the fact that these buildings would have strange noises, and you're just dropping off to sleep, and there's something. Like, <laughs> oh, what the hell was that? And, and it, may, it may not even be particularly loud, but it would. In fact, actually, the quieter the noise, could that you focus in on it, and it becomes very mm. disturbing. So real silence is is wonderful and 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 in general i think you know the, the but what what do we mean by silence? are you talking about the silence say in in, in the countryside which is not never silent anyway there's mm. always
0: bird noises yeah.
1: or something they're, but or you i think our lives
0: that? are so our lives are so busy aren't they uh, they're yeah. so busy and there's so much chatter going on and i think to try to find that uh that place where you can switch off um and i haven't quite found it yet and so i'm i'm trying to um what what i've been listening to constantly it is is the music of arvo pet recently which is of course beautiful very very soothing and and i i had the the honor of of spending a day with him in in a monastery about 20 years ago and you know the idea of silence as you say is incredibly underrated and and it's not something that we deal with incredibly um incredibly well and I, i'm just interested as a musician your job is to fill the silence in many ways but um you know can silence also be a very very important musical tool
1: oh well absolutely i mean the you know one of my former teachers edith vogel was 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 very keen on the awareness of silence in in music because there are there are sometimes the, the pauses in a piece of music can be the most telling moments. Mm. Uh, so, the, you know, silence in that way is a, as, as a dramatic tool or as a moment of focus. But I mean, just coming back to what you said about Arvo Pert, I, I mean, that's, that's a very interesting type of composition because, uh, you know, and he's not the only person to have done this, but it's, it's a sort of reaction against the pace of harmonic change that you historically mm. got Throughout the eighteenth and nineteenth century, you know, where music wouldn't stay still, it was it was always goal directed, and and harmonic movement would change in its pace, but was often leading somewhere. And uh, you know, we we get we get glimpses of it in Wagner, you know, like the opening of Rheingold, which is this sort of like eternity of E flat major nothing happens except E flat major but we know eventually the pace is going to pick up I mean it's really just in that case it's giving us a a vision of the scale of the piece that he can spend so long on on, on one harmony but you know someone like Elva Perth is, is doing something in a sense more more uh more manipulative in a way because he's he's slowing down the harmony to a point that he slows you down as well he slows mm. time it seems like time stops when you're listening to this mm. music so it's not about silence so much it's just so much as bringing you into a into a meditative phase and i think there is a difference between that sort of meditation and actual silence silence can be quite scary i think real silence. so i
0: don't know you well yeah that. and there's the uh, the john cage extreme of course where um uh <laughs> again, of course that's, that's not
1: that's he. He never actually intended it to be silent, as in the sense of you know. Because to me, silence in, in the way as an absolute is what you get if you go into an anechoic chamber. And actually, what do you hear if you go? Have you been in an anechoic?
0: No, chamber? no. But
1: well, if you ever go in one, where they, where you know the walls are lined and it's all you know with this sort of anti-reflective stuff, and uh, you end up hearing your heartbeat. So even mm. that's not silent. You, you 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 know. There's always something unless you. You can't really listen to yourself if you're dead, I suppose. (laughs) There's always always some noise at at some level. So, uh, yeah, um, silence.
0: Speaking of... uh, Sorry, Conor. Speaking of of noise, I mean, I've known you a very, very long time. Um, And and I know that you're very passionate about many things, including politics. And I can't let you go without asking you a little bit about your thoughts of last night, what happened in Washington.
1: Oh, extraordinary! Uh, I, mean, uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to be a news junkie because I think it's a little bit unhealthy. But if ever, if ever there was a time to turn on the, the news, it was last night. It was extraordinary. Um, and you know, I, I'm one of those people who is is really alarmed by the degree of polarization in general, and and I. I understand some of the mechanisms which exacerbate that you know particularly the algorithms in social media which feed you i mean you know you just have to look at the clickbait headlines or all all the titles of youtube videos everything is geared to provoke you know we don't want to steer a middle path or or when not being encouraged to steer a middle path we're being encouraged to align ourselves on one side or another And, and and you know and i've i've I find it very hard to make that jump. I try really hard to think. Well, you know, what is it like to be a Trump supporter? Why he's your man? You know, why why are you turning a blind eye to all the the things that he does? Uh, how do mm. you do that? How? And I, you know, with with a, with a big twist, I can see how you do that. I mean, I I am still to this day uh, an admirer of Tony Blair. I will quite cheerfully uh, <laughs> sort of put to one side the uh you, you know his enormous errors in iraq and so on i can see justifications of that and i suppose on that level you can see how trump supporters turn i'm not equating the two but i'm just saying that you know we we do have this tendency to become tribal and to focus on one side and this is how it plays out when you have someone who is as unnuanced and as as uh well to me a grotesque parody of a politician that uh, trump is it, it will it leads to this because democracy does rely on people being able to sort of pass power from one side to another yeah. um and and you know I'll, I'll, well I'll,
0: hopefully I'll, things have calmed down a little bit we'll have to get you back on uh and, and talk about um tony blair and politics colin that would be uh <laughs> that would be an interesting session um we've got to wrap things up now unfortunately but i do want to give you the opportunity to give a shout out to a couple of charities meaningful to you
1: well i mean the, the 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 only really meaningful charity to me i mean of course I, I i think things like cancer research and so on are enormously important but my my the charity with which i'm personally involved is the national brain appeal and uh, you know they do am- amazing work and we need we need to do more of this because uh you, you know i mean it also encompasses mental health and mental health is uh perhaps going to be one of the sort of defining issues as the next decade or so yeah so that's my charity
0: of choice okay colinstone thanks ever so much for for joining us i'll let you get back to your enormous library of scores behind you i've got the pleasure of seeing this on camera but our listeners don't so i shall let you get back to that keep well thanks ever so much and Thank speak to you again soon okay